0: This episode of the Locked On Sabers podcast is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports.
1: Your Locked On Sabers, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: My name is Joe DiBiase. The Super League has existed and ceased to exist since the last time we spoke last. <laughs> and I'm
1: Jordan Hanskin, and yeah, uh, I think I, I think my 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 favorite team deserves credit for uh, slashing the tires of the the car uh, mm. of the Super League. Uh, my team combined with. Uh, they're, they're good friends. They're brothers in arms, uh, Paris Saint-Germain and Bayern Munich.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and my team uh, took a buyout. They took a giant yeah. paycheck. Uh, the cowards
1: <laughs> at Fenway Sports Group <laughs> the, can't the rumor, decide
0: what yeah, to the do. Ru- Did you see the rumor about UEFA? UEFA offered England's six clubs, including Arsenal, Liverpool, and the others. They offered them a giant sum of money to leave the Super League. And then the same report said the same offer wasn't made to the Spanish clubs who are seen as the association's main enemy. So Barcelona no. and Real Madrid are gonna be left standing here, you know, without without a super league and without a paycheck.
1: The reminder of this is that neither of these sides are the good side. It's, oh right. it's UEFA's all about it's all about money. It's all about greed. And UEFA just happened to use like the fans and yeah, the fans just like the fans just like UEFA more than this other option. So right. they see it as this like you know, they made it seem like they were like this noble wronged party, and UEFA right. is just as gross as everything else. So it's uh I, I saw a lot from Alexi Lawless on this, and he's just like, Well, you know, like business isn't just necessarily just like evil. Um, if the Super League was so bad, then nobody would watch and we would move back to UEFA because that's how competition is supposed to work. Right. And like I thought that's like that's right. But I also believe that a business should do what's best for their customers and I don't think I've ever seen a decision more universally hated <laughs> by fans around the world than this one. Like if the fans don't want it, they don't want it. So you as a business should respect your customers and be like, you know what? Yeah, we, should, we won't do this. But then I find out that the, the English clubs only switch because they're getting essentially a bribe. <laughs> it's Bro, like, it's a bribe. just It's still just as gross as it was before but it seems like we're still gonna get our Champions League and um, I'm okay with yeah. it I have I have paramount plus now because of Champions League and now I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with keeping that around
0: they uh, the UEFA definitely really they weaponized the fans they did whole thing um, so yeah super league little super league talk to kick off the locked on Sabres podcast here uh, we're big soccer fans we're all we're every sport I mean I don't really every like sport. baseball but uh, Jordan. I like baseball. I like baseball. You know like I like I like the yeah. White Sox. Yeah. We could even have a UFC conversation I think oh, if we wanted that, to.
1: The combat sports I struggle.
0: Um You you very, you, you, can own, you can hold your own though.
1: You could hold your own though. I I you know, I look. like I like Tyson Fury and uh Wilder yes. I like <laughs> when those are when safe. those are going on when
0: those are going on uh I oh, in.
1: Yeah. Gypsy King versus uh what's Wilder's nickname?
0: Uh the Bronze Bomber.
1: Bronze Bomber. I mean I'm in, like take my (laughs) money, (laughs) I'm, Uh, I'm sold.
0: Are you into the Jake Paul, Logan Paul uh, nonsense? <laughs> uh,
1: when they fight somebody that's like actually
0: a boxer. It's not Ben Askren. Oh, well, they're never going to fight someone that's actually a boxer. They're going to keep Why? fighting Because cele- they, they they figured it out. Like Money-wise, they're just going to fight people you've heard of and <laughs> keep winning.
1: <laughs> they're just going to beat the crap out of like <laughs> celebrities. It's so mm-hmm. stupid. Oh,
0: my yeah, God. basically. I mean, mo- monetarily, it works for them. Um, and it... <laughs> I mean they'll they'll fight they're gonna fight one of them's gonna fight Floyd Mayweather at some point. That'll be the real Well then
1: that there we go. Yeah. But he'll be, like, be like old. Yeah. But he won't fight unless he can win. Floyd's never well, gonna right. let that undefeated record go down. If he but, thinks I mean, that he could
0: actually lose, mm-hmm. he would not do it. So he'll fight the YouTuber. Then <laughs> aren't they um, both YouTubers? <laughs> they're both YouTubers. Or yeah, they are. Um, Anyways, Sabres lose 2-0 to to the Boston Bruins on Tuesday night. Um, The Sabres dropped 12-27-7 on the season. This was really the Bruins game from the start. I never really thought the Sabres were in this one. They were in the scoreboard, and even they get a chance late at the end. I mean, 5-on-3 with two minutes to go, down two. You put the extra attacker out there, 6-on-3. Now, bad job on the power play. The The puck movement was really bad. Olofsson, at one point, was in the wrong spot. Daleen tried to get it to him, and it went to center, and that killed like I mean, a fourth of the time they had left on the clock. So there weren't really a lot of positive moments from this game for me. I think Middlestat looks strong again. Middlestat led the forwards in ice time by a healthy margin. I mean, he had 20 minutes, 41 seconds of ice time. Next on the team was Reinhardt at 18-14. So... Middle stats, opportunity to continues to increase, and I think it's because the play is going along with him. Uh, Cousins had seven shots on goal in this game. I thought he played well. And the save by Tuukka Rask, that might have been the best save on the Sabres this year. I'm having trouble thinking of another one. But you, did you, did you saw that save, right? Like the, the glove along the goal line. I mean, Cousins has got the whole net. What a job by Rask. Um, who is a free agent? by the way, at the end of the year. Me and Jordan are going to, because there's not a lot to talk about from this game, we're going to project the 2021 opening night lineup in the second segment of today's episode. So stay tuned for that. Rask is a guy we could fill in there in the goaltending situation. I did not, but you could do it because he's a UFA. Um, Other things from this game, you saw the middle stat thompson Asplin line was the Sabres' best line in shot attempts, in expected goals for... In Corsi, like, they were easily the Sabers' best line in this game. But it was really, again, the Bruins beginning to end, controlled it. Um, they really shut it down at one point. Uh, they got 40 shots on goal to, on Tukarski. So there's not a lot again. Like, I don't know. Marshawn scores a goal. Curtis Lazar gets his first point for the Boston Bruins. I have a bet against Paul Hamilton that t- Taylor Hall will score more goals against the Sabres this year than he will score for the Sabres and that is not looking good because now I'm down to, I need three goals in four games. Probably not going to happen, right? He did a skim in game. Um, Hall has two goals in five games, though, for Boston so far. Um, so he's playing well so far, and yeah, that wraps it up. You got anything else from this game? I don't, I don't have anything else to say about it.
1: Um, no, it's just like a friendly reminder. Hey, we're not, we're not like all that. Like, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we're we're just a t- young team, you know, feeling ourselves out, seeing what we got. Um, it was just a lot of learning, a lot of education for the, for the young players, which I think is needed for the Sabres. When, when have we really done that in this drought? We haven't really had time to do that. Um, the years that we went south, we had kind of, like, older teams, or it felt like we had older teams. So I think that it's um it's a good it's a good thing uh it but it it doesn't mean a ton um sure. but it is good to just get like valuable experience I think it's just time to temper expectations um I know we love Granado and stuff like love that Granado <laughs> love Granado
0: I'm um, all in because of I'm his
1: sound is it the sound bites mostly but, and the, just that they're better but it's like ah.
0: Uh, it's, it's, to me, he's doing the things that I want to see done. He has opened up the play style. He has put Sam Reinhardt at center. He, not only has he put Sam Reinhardt at center, he wasn't afraid to do it. You know, like He had the foresight to be like, you know, well, let's just try this. You know, What's the worst that's going to happen? You know, he's going to have one bad game, and I take him off? Like, it, it, it showed that uh, he, there's, he can think differently than the typical hockey coach. And you know what, like you do see it in his comments. I don't want to make too much of the sound bites, but him today on with Howard and Jeremy being like, you know what? Like I know like he the question that was posed to him was about how, you know, the yoys here on broadcasts, if it's a seven to six game, it's like, well the fans love it, but it's a game coaches hate. You know? And Granada was like, No, I love that. I love a seven to six hockey game. He's like, we wanna be entertaining. And he's like, it's fun for the players too. That was really the comment that I wanted to to, to point out is that it's not just him saying like, I want to coach seven to six hockey games. It's why do I want to do it? It's because players will have more fun playing for a team that is trying to outscore you than playing for the, the New York Islanders. And I think that's the philosophy that I wanted the Sabres to have, why I wanted them to hire Bruce Boudreau. And if I've already got it in Don Granado, then I don't really see a reason why I need to, to try something else at this point
1: okay i I'm thinking of Don Granado the when I see stuff like that, I just think he's a guy. he knows what we want to hear, but how mm. quickly do we get to the point when you know
0: the crap mm. hits the
1: fan and he's just you
0: know, so you're skeptical you're doesn't skeptical. have
1: yeah, like I want to see it's easy to say all this stuff. Yeah, this but, season, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, no, there's zero expectation. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to see what happens when we start losing games like 6-2, 6-2, 6-2. <laughs> and Don Granado is telling me, you know, I want to be more exciting. It's like, well, mm-hmm. let's maybe buckle down that defense, huh? Um, oh I don't gosh. know. I, I know I'm not. I know I'm no fun. I don't care <laughs> about. I just want to win. I just want to win games. Winning is fun.
0: Oh, winning that's to me. You fun. said it. You said it. That is like, I, I, I'm glad you said that because that is usually what that same question that gets posed to 99% of hockey coaches about, you know, like what the fans want to see and like two to one hockey games, not being fun. The answer you'll always get from coaches is, well, you know, it's fun winning. And I'm, I'm not saying that's now. wrong. I, I I'm not coach s-
1: a sport now. Winning,
0: yeah. Winning's fun. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying like I let's let's try something different. I no, you know? I
1: I get it. I think he's done a, as good of a case as you could get for an interim coach.
0: Yeah. I think Especially, that's
1: fair to say. For the fans, like the fans love it. Um, I think they have definitely, I would be an idiot to say they have not played better. Well, but sure. I think that's yeah. more I think that's more Kruger than Granado. Okay. I think Kruger was diminishing value of players. Whereas Granado, okay. I think, is just kinda it's status quo. I mean we're what what are we like we're four, four what is it like five eight and
0: something? I've got, I've got the record. They are six uh six, seven and three. Six eight and three now. I think it's six eight and three. I'll double okay. check that.
1: So the six and eleven. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's but, not a, it's it's yeah.
0: really six and eleven. That's right.
1: So they're what like they would be like on pace for like the twelfth seed like mm-hmm. it's but it it is Eichel with Sabers so and Olmark say and with Sabers so you might say like that's pretty good um, yeah so like I'm 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 open to it but I do not the last thing I want to see is the Sabers be like this is our coach now and mm-hmm. don't interview other people
0: and don't do the due process that's mm-hmm. my biggest fear. OK, that's a reasonable point, because especially especially the thing you said about Kruger, that's that's completely possible that Kruger was just ruining everybody. And that, you know, 90 percent of coaches that would have took would have taken over, you know, would have seen jumps from Daleen and Yoki Haru and Skinner and, you know, uh, Tage Thompson, like all the young guys, middle stat. Like, it's possible that Kruger was, like you're saying, diminishing the value. And he definitely was to some degree. There's no doubt about that. I, I just like Granado empowering the young guys, you know, like he he's throwing the kids out there, and he's gonna like he knows and he's talking about their ceilings, like he the reasoning he's giving for why he's playing Middlestead as much as he is, and why he matched up Cousins on the weekend one on one for Sidney Crosby, like Cousins played the whole weekend matched up with Sidney Crosby, and Granado's reasoning for that was like these guys have got real ceilings. And they'll learn from these experiences, and this is how they'll get better. And that's what I care about. Like to me, the guy that says, I don't care about Cody Eakin, get out of the lineup. You stink. You know, I don't care that you're getting paid. Like, I'm I'm getting Drake Kajula in here because I want to see what he's got instead. Like, that's the coach that that I'm I'm falling for right now. But you at the same time, I'm admitting you're making some reasonable points. There
1: there was still a lot of Cody Eakin lately, too. And there was still some a was, little bit too yeah. much Matt Irwin for my taste.
0: There was too much matter Irwin, that's for damn <laughs> sure. They did get to Matias Samuelson eventually. Uh, not super impressed with him, by the way, so far. I'm not sure, though, I will ever be impressed with him, because I think and that's going to be tough for Samuelson. It's just kind of what I'm looking for in a defenseman. He is big and lumbering and physical, and like he'll never be better to me than Ristolainen. And I don't like Ristolainen as a player. So... Tough for Samuelson because he might become a good NHL player, but his style is just nothing that I'm ever looking for. He's just the big, slow defenseman. I I hated that when they picked him in the second round a couple of years ago when Bottrell did that. Um, He got his – he's getting his feet wet a couple games into the league. He's playing with Rasmus Ristelainen. One other player, actually, I should mention here before we take a break and get to the 2021 lineup, I think Bryson has kind of fallen back a little bit. I don't know if you've noticed that too like there are still some some really nice plays but i feel like that that hype at the beginning for him this year with the sabers that's faded because there's a lot of turnovers now there there's uh, loose pucks that he's just passing you know or like there's there's pa- open passes that he's missing um he's not doing enough in the offensive end to right now to make it worth it and I'm still, you know, I'm uh, I'm optimistic about him because he's still a very young player and this is his rookie season. Um, but just wanted to throw that out there. I think the last week or two, you know, Bryson would be the one guy that I feel like has kind of has kind of fallen back a little bit. So, all right, uh, we'll take a timeout here, uh, and we, me and Jordan, are going to give you our 2021 lineup projections. The first time we're going to do this of the season, I'm sure we'll do this plenty of times, especially in the off season. Uh, but right now, with This, you know, uptick in Sabres hockey. What could next year's lineup look like? That's next year on the Locked On Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I mean, do I need to say any more? Are we good? No. Uh, 18 amazing flavors for the delicious. Built Bar. Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. Those are the six new flavors to go along with your 12 original flavors. Peanut Butter Brownie, definitely my favorite of the original flavors. The bars are 100% covered in chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew, but Bilt Bar, great for the healthy, conscious guy as well. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for a keto diet, and if you want an example peanut butter flavor, that's 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked15 and you will get 15% off of your next order. Use the promo code locked15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. A word for bet online, the fastest easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but get the NBA College hoops, the NHL, all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. For these Sabre games, you could bet on the exact amount of which either the Sabres or their opponent will win by. So if you think the Sabres are going to win by exactly two, you can find odds for the Sabres winning by exactly two. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag is the site. BetOnline, your online sportsbooks. Experts, remember to use the promo code... Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Sabers podcast with Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin at Sneaky Joe Sports on Twitter at jrhanskin on Twitter. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Locked On and Odyssey, is happening now, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockonfora, and Brian Baldinger, local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team search the ultimate mock draft 2021 on the new odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts odyssey is your home for all the sports podcast music and news that matter to you that's odyssey a-u-d-a-c-y i would give anything to hear my brother lou dibiase who hosts locked on eagles going at it with michael irvin on the nfc east <laughs> i'm in i'm sold i feel like lou would back off a little bit though You know, because because it's Michael Irvin. Because it's 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 Michael freaking Irvin. Like (laughs) (laughs) I would probably even do that. You know, like even if he started like trashing the bills, I'd be like, "Oh, that Michael." (laughs) You know, like I would feel like I would back off. Oh, (laughs) you, oh you. Um. So anyways, let's, uh, let's project out the Sabres lineup for next year. I think this is really interesting to do right now because of all the young players and how good they're looking as of late. And the fact that you've got all these contracts, well, a lot of the contracts, I guess, are gone. I mean, I've been making the point all year. They've got a lot of UFAs coming up, but Stahl's gone. Montour is gone. Uh, Hall is gone. Like they, they unloaded some guys. So let's start. Uh, I will. Do you want to go first? Um, we could do the first line and then the second line. Like we'll go line by line, um, and we'll kind of you know go back and forth here.
1: Okay. Um, first off, how many free agents or non Sabers do you have on your?
0: I sheet? I only have two. Okay, I didn't I have, have a, on a changeover. Three. Okay. No, four, four.
1: But okay. one's the one's projected draft pick.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, the, me too. That's that's my one, actually, to be honest. Um, all right, what's your first line for next year's Sabres team? Uh, we're
1: getting the boys back together. Uh, Jeff Skinner, Jack Eichel, and Sam Reinhardt.
0: Okay, you're moving Reinhardt back to the wing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I am. Um, obviously, that could that could change, but uh, I, I just want more Reinhardt. I think he deserves to play top line. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I understand the other argument that, you know, you have two better lines, but I think we're actually deeper at center than we've, uh,
0: we've been well, before. Yeah. Middle stat coming on this year has really helped that and cousins too, obviously. Uh, now did did you do this as what you would do? Cause that's how I did it. Or did you yes. do it as what you think? Will I'm
1: playing GM.
0: Okay. Okay. That's what Step I did. Step aside.
1: Too. Kevin with a Y.
0: Cause if I had to bet, I think Reinhardt is staying at center because I would bet that right now Granado is the favorite to be their head coach. And Granado said today on WGR that he does the quote. The quote was, I don't see any reason to move Reinhardt back to the wing. Like he, I think Reinhardt's played awesome at center. Um, Now maybe that changes, you know, Granado, if he's the head coach and he sees what's going on at training camp and he's like, Hey, Casey and cousins are both playing great. Eichel's back. So yeah, let's put him back on the wing. So maybe that could happen, but my bet would be that he stays at center. What
1: would that do? Would that move like Middle Stat to the wing? Like I'm, well, I'm just wondering. Okay, I'll hear what you have to say. If you have at doing. center, I'm interested.
0: Yeah. So my first line is Eichel, Skinner, and Olafson. I'm just putting Eichel with two shooters, two guys that are reliant on him. And uh, I'm gonna I think that line's gonna work. It's it's similar to me to the J. Crew line. From a couple years ago, Eichel, Pominville, and Skinner. You're just subbing Pominville out for Olsson. I don't honestly think Olsson is a lot. His shot is better, but I don't think he's a a, a huge improvement over even what Pominville was at the end. So that's my first line. I, I like it. Um, I'm good
1: with that. I think it's you know pretty straightforward. It's not it's not a
0: dominating line. No, it's not. It's, it's it's balanced. It's going to be a balanced lineup. For it's me. Jack Eichel, Eichel
1: with players that i trust that can produce with jack Mm Eichel, for sure that's that's right um so i'll just go into line two here um line two and three are kind of interchangeable for me okay Um, but it's line two is uh bjork uh dylan cousins and um victor olofsson Um, okay i wanted the sniper to be with cousins i kind of wanted a little bit more it's not really actually balance, but I think Cousins is going to step into the line two role. I think he's already proven that he's the best forward on our team, um, at least besides Reinhardt that we have right now. And I'm sure he'll be our third best forward uh, come next uh, fall. Mm. Um, and I wanted him with Olufsen. I just think that having that that goal-scoring presence with him can only make him better. And I actually like his chemistry with uh, Anders Bjork a lot already.
0: Hmm. All right. I like that line. Uh, my second line is Sam Reinhardt at center. I am keeping Reinhardt down the middle, and I am putting him with Tage Thompson on the right and Casey Middlestat on the left. Okay. It, is, it is actually very similar to the line right now of Middlestat, Thompson, and Asplund, but I'm subbing out Asplund for Reinhardt to obviously uh, to make it into a top-six line offensively. Now, my second and third lines are also pretty they're kind of balanced now my reasoning for putting middlestat on the wing over reinhardt is i think in the defensive zone right now i do trust reinhardt a little bit more and i've, I've been very impressed with middle finishing ability and i think that he can use his speed on the wall he can use his shot and I, I don't know that him and reinhardt though on that line need to always be you know very strict i think they could flow in and out I think they could both play center. In fact, I think you could split up the faceoffs offs 50-50 if you want. So just because I have Reinhardt listed at center doesn't mean that he would always be at center. I think Middlestat, um, even just within the the game itself, within shifts, you they could flip-flop. Um, and I, I kind of like the idea of those two uh, paired together. So that's my second line.
1: Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, I'm nervous about Tage. Um, yeah. But he hasn't... There's he's been still, better. There are flashes with Tage Thompson where I'm like, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um he's still, still highlight real Tage. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's just so funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. He's he's like a bear, bear on skates, like some sort of like like A creature that shouldn't be on skates because he's just like it's just like he's, a little bit, there's just, a there's, just there's just something off. There's something off. Are you going to use that as the quote that we put on the graphic? He's a Are creature, <laughs> <be> <laughs> on, be on some skates. sort of creature on that, that doesn't so, belong <laughs> on skates. <laughs> oh, that's uh, I love Tate Thompson though. I actually, I like want him to be good because I think there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is just like. Just it's very awkward watching him he's uh, like
0: a sea skate. lion. Although like, a sea like, lion
1: like you know like cam- a, buffalo, a camel have you ever watched like Animal Planet, like the buffalo that first tries to stand up? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> stage Thompson. Unfortunately, that that's, that's my that's my viewpoint of Stage Thompson. Obviously, I know he could skate circles around you never played the game. Like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, I <don't>. um, <laughs> um but okay. uh yeah. line three. Line? Uh, I have R2 Rootsalainen. Okay. Middle stat at center. And my first free agent acquisition. All right. Cheap deal. Hometown. Son of a hometown player, Nick Felino.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> Nick Felino.
1: Okay. I think Nick Felino is at that point of his career where he will be not as sought after. Um as shown by he was a deadline acquisition by the Leafs. Um, I think that the Sabres. Desperately, I know you you might hate this, but I think the Sabres just have this thing that they don't they need a little bit more added presence. And this is a player that I don't think is like a he's not like a joke old player. I think that he's still got a little bit left to give. If you give him a short term contract, you don't break the bank for him. I think that he could add a lot to the team and make, I think just take some pressure off of Eichel in that locker room. And I think Eichel needs guys like that in the room. Um, that aren't guys like Kylock post where it's like, oh my gosh, this guy's out on the ice again. Oh, like no. I think I think I think I think Nick Felino is the type of player that could be still useful. And I like him playing with younger players. Um, I think that he could add a
0: lot to that line. Um, what are
1: your thoughts on my first free agent? Uh
0: I am okay with it. I, you know what? He's a useful player. I think he's not completely shot. I wouldn't want to give him more than a couple million dollars on a one or two year deal. Um, but I'm okay with it. The Leafs I thought were crazy for giving up a first round pick for him. I'll crazy. Say that, that, crazy. that was bonkers. When Taylor Hall's that. just chilling. Right. Like that was nuts. Um, but okay, I like it. Bottom six. I didn't add really anybody to my bottom six. I wonder if you're gonna. F- I'm going to get to a name also in my bottom six where you're going to be like, I completely forgot he was on the team because it's very easy to forget that he's on the team for a certain reason. I'll tell you in a second. Um, I also just kind of realized I didn't really mark anybody for Seattle, but I guess I, I'll tell you, I don't have a Poso in here. And I guess I could, you could give Seattle a draft pick to take him maybe even at half salary i would like demand it would seattle take oposo for the 33rd pick in the draft wherever their second rounder is is that not enough
1: is that is that worth it like i kind of um, want the 33rd pick yeah maybe not
0: maybe i don't know i've you been know.
1: thinking about how to get oposo off the lineup too he's actually not in my starting lineup
0: I mean, I he'd be as, like my extra. If because. I he
1: he's my he's my healthy scratch guy until yeah. I can figure out how to financially move him where
0: it doesn't kill us. That's right. Um, okay, let me get to my third line. My third line is Dylan Cousins at center with Artur Ruusulainen and Jack Quinn on the right side. I so that,
1: remembered him. He was another yeah. one of my scratch guys because I just don't know how ready he's going to be
0: that's that's I was very hesitant to put him on a third line like that because he's been for I have not watched any of his games with Rochester but I've read about his games uh and his play so far and I've got the stats in front of me and he's got nine points in 15 games and he's actually played a little bit of center I don't think that's going to hold Sabres don't need him to play center by the way um but he's he's a scoring winger and he's got two goals in 15 games he does have the seven assists but he's having a little bit of an odd season in Rochester now He should get some break in that the OHL, which announced on Tuesday that they are officially not coming back this season. I mean, coming back, they didn't start at all. So there was no OHL season this year, which Quinn then got an exception to play in the AHL. But Quinn was playing in a league higher than he was ever uh, planned on being being in. So I want to give him some leeway that, you know what, he's playing in the AHL when he should have been playing in the OHL. And we saw what that did to Alex Nylander. The Sabres brought Alex Nylander into the AHL way too quick. He should have been in the OHL for a year, maybe two more years if that was possible. And he really never progressed when he was in Rochester. So he'll be a very curious player to see how what his readiness is at camp. But if he does take a step in the offseason and fills out a little bit, I mean, I think he's playing well enough in Rochester where I could see it. I could see him making the team. And I like him with Cousins. Because Cousins, with the speed and the playmaking ability and driving play up and down the ice, just to put a guy that could just shoot the puck on his side. And if Quinn's going to succeed in the league, that's how he's going to do it. Um, I like them as a pairing together. And they did it at the World Juniors, so they would have some familiarity playing with each other. So
1: Yeah, I, I like it. I thought he's... Uh... I thought he looked better than I think anybody anticipated, um, and I'm hoping that it's true because I have all the receipts for the uh, for the, <laughs> the for Marco the, Rossi, the Marco Rossi people. Which I've Marco heard Rossi, uh,
0: I don't even think is playing this year. Yeah,
1: I've heard he's uh, he, he had a setback. Um, I just and want to, to remind setback. everyone: it's in hockey, <laughs> especially you are not an insider; you do not know. Nobody knows. It's yep. they're they're like they're just- high
0: schoolers. Listen, don't guess, be too loud. Don't be too loud with that. We have a season of debating about we have an off season of debating about the NHL draft coming
1: up. I know, <laughs> but I will acknowledge I do not know. I don't I don't uh-huh. I don't have the film. The Sabres don't even know. They're just watching videos. They're doing the same thing we're doing.
0: <laughs> right. They're watching YouTube highlights. <laughs> um, uh, but I will continue
1: right. on line four. I know we're we're running low on time here, so I'll move quick. Um, this is where I have my second free mm. agent. Um, this is another one of those low cap guys. So I have Rasmus Asplund, mm. Alex Galchenyuk,
0: Mm. He's been one of my favorites Tate in the Thompson. past.
1: And, and Tage Thompson. Tate. Yes. So Good I'm bad. just thinking. I'm just thinking. This is another guy who's hasn't found his career. What better place to rejuvenate your career than the Buffalo Sabres?
0: Mm-hmm. He's playing a little bit better in Toronto. He's got seven points in 15 games for them. But to be fair, he is playing with Matthews and Marner. So. Uh yeah I I've always been interested in Gelchenyuk. I there's always been some kind of there's always been rumors about him behind the scenes like not being a great locker room influence but I guess if you've got Nick Foligno in there uh, Cancels them out. Keep, keep, <laughs> yeah, it's a wash. It's a wash. <laughs> in
1: terms of like on uh, the video game team morale neutral. Yes. <laughs> That's
0: right. Um, my fourth line is Rasmus asplund at center with Anders Bjork and Zemgis Giergensons. We forget oh, about Giergenson's. I forgot
1: about Giergensons. I he, knew there's uh, somebody.
0: He's got two years left in his contract after this year at 2.2 million dollars. Uh I'm okay with him on my fourth line. I hated the contract when it happened. Um but I've already got a poso out in my lineup, and I've already got Ekin being bought out. So I felt like I ha- I couldn't also get rid of Gergensen. I mean, he could just be an extra. Like, I don't hate your... the player. I don't hate the player. Me neither. He's fine. I,
1: for a fourth line player, like I kind of I kind of like him. You know, he's gonna give you 110. You know, like yeah. it's just like he's never. You're never. You're never gonna say Zemkis Gergensen's is lazy.
0: Right. You didn't. I'm surprised you didn't have Toby Reeder in your lineup. We're not bringing Toby uh, I, there? I think Toby is
1: a star too bright for Buffalo.
0: <laughs> He's going to go play on Toronto's <laughs> top line. Um, all right. Well, let's go to the blue line. Uh, you could just run through your entire top six. Yeah. Uh, line.
1: Darlene and Yoki Haru is my top pair. They, That's easy. They belong, they belong together. Yep. Um, I have Jake McCabe, the return, mm-hmm. uh, with Jacob Bryson, which I'm terrified okay. of. I thought about it more. Um <laughs> And then terrified. I have... Now, I think that will end up being my third pair and my third pair, my second pair, or maybe my first pair, depending on which coach they have. Tortorella would probably use this as first pair. Uh, Owen Power and Rasmus Ristolainen.
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You've got Risto (laughs) coming back.
1: (laughs) Could you imagine that size of that defensive pairing? 6'5 Owen Power (laughs) pair with
0: Rasmus Ristolainen.
1: That is a monstrosity.
0: Maybe the worst. Um all right.
1: be, Owen Power might be good though.
0: Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's like a he sounds like a poor man's Victor Hedman. Um I think Bristolinen is is like a really poor man's uh, Victor Hedman. Um, <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Uh like, the Risto. like, <laughs> like <laughs> broke. A broke man's uh, uh, Victor Hedman. Um, I have Dalini and Yoki I think that's a gimme. Those two <laughs> need to stay together forever. Uh, I have Jake McCabe with Owen Power, funny enough. Okay. Power's, Power's not – I wanted to put a, a rookie in here. I think Power's the most NHL-ready of these defensemen at the top of the draft. I'm falling for Luke Hughes a little bit, um, the defenseman brother of Jack Hughes and Quinn Hughes that's going to be – he's from the USHL last year, so he's going to play at Michigan. I think he is the least likely of these guys to probably play – in the NHL, but I just am thinking back to, that was what people were saying about Kale McCarr a couple years ago. He was the least NHL ready and he maybe turned out to be the best player in that draft. So um, I, I like going for Hughes for the ceiling, but for this, I put power in there. Cause I think he would be in the league next year. And does, I, I wanted to get a rookie in there.
1: Does it and, concern you that the third brother?
0: Uh, No, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not <laughs> going to worry st- about that. There have only
1: been two good stalls.
0: There have been two good stalls. There were <laughs> wasn't there another family where there was only two good ones. Uh, there is only Reinhardt's, the the Stroms, the Stroms. That's who it was. There the there there many.
1: There's only a couple good Stroms.
0: We'll have to rank a uh, hockey. There's families. only one good
1: Reinhardt.
0: Yeah. Well, Griffin Reinhardt, we thought was going to be good, and then Max Reinhardt was the third guy, but it actually turned out that right Griffin also stunk. So I'm just
1: saying, if you're looking at odds, both yeah. uses we know are good.
0: They're great. Yeah. (laughs) This one. It's a risk. (laughs) But
1: this family, more so, they just seem like they're all
0: then They
1: they look like they're all great.
0: And then, real quick, I had Bryson and Borgen as my third pair. Um, I'd like to see both of them in the opening night lineup. Uh, Who are your goalies?
1: Uh, Linus Olmark and... You know, I'm. I was thinking of like how to get the another goalie in here. I think it's just going to be another, you know, get a backup, um, one that's well liked around the league. Um, And I picked uh, Jonathan Bernier. Okay. Yeah. Like I think that he's fine. He plays on the Red Wings. Like he's fine. Like they're better better than better than Hutton. They're bad. His numbers are okay for a team that's really bad. So like I don't know. He's going to be cheap. So yeah.
0: So I am. Uh, I'm gonna have the Sabers with Allmark. I think they re-sign Allmark, and I I have them kind of pulling in a cap dump. I think Vancouver is gonna have to get rid of Braden holpie's contract, and I would, you know what? Like, give me a 6 round pick to take Holpe at one year, four point three million dollars. He's been bad this year, and he was bad last year. But uh, if I if I could just get him for basically for free, and hope that there's a bit of a resurgence there, and if not, just kind of be my backup. Uh, I like Holpe. And the reason, by the way, that I think they would need to get rid of him or want to get rid of him is next year, Thatcher Demko, their starting goaltenders contract kicks in at $5 million per year. And that would put them over $10 million get committed to goaltender. Uh, and I don't think Vancouver wants to do that because they've got other guys to sign. So... Uh, Quinn Hughes being one of them, by the way. They need to sign. So I think Holby's got to be moved. And you know what? Like, give me a 6 round pick, I'll take him off your hands, and he could be my backup. So I have Holby in here, and that's it. Sounds
1: good. Sounds good.
0: I don't think either one of ours are playoff teams, but
1: uh, more, no. more,
0: more hopeful though. You know, like there's they're they're younger. I think my average our average age on our teams is probably like twenty three. I mean, it,
1: there's there is. There's potential for there's potential some, like magic, right? If like if you if cousins turns into what we think like quicker, if Owen Powers a Calder guy, like there are yeah. there's a way, there's a but path. It's not, That's right. there, it's not it's unlikely.
0: That's right. That's right. All right. Well, thanks everyone, for listening to today's episode. We'll be back tomorrow. Like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. This has been the Locked On Sabers podcast with Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.